Hi. Hi, friend. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I feel really good, even though I've had, like, kind of a rough weekend-ish, but I'm feeling good now. Yeah, I just, like, tired and, like, having a little bit of pain, and I've been up and down. Mm, Well, make sure you're drinking a lot of fluids. Yes, I'm trying. I'm having, I'm drinking some cranberry juice today and some water, so... That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, but how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Nothing new. Nothing new. Just here. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. My dogs are barking. Can you hear them? A little bit, but that's okay. It doesn't bother. <laughs> All, All right. right. So this is us coming back after a little week-long hiatus. We took, yes. you know, one week off, which I think is okay, and I think it's healthy. Yeah, definitely. Um, I was finishing up uh my last week of school. school. How how'd it go? It went well. I got an A on my last essay That's of awesome. the semester, so I'm very happy about that. I like I kinda of procrastinated and <clears throat> I wrote most of the essay on the day that it was due. And so I spent like seven hours on it. Oh wow. So even though I did spend a long time on it and I know that I put like hard work into it, I kind of also felt like, damn, like if I had given myself more time, I could have been better. Yeah. But I feel like it's still, always like that. I guess it is, but <laughs> I was just, I'm really excited that I got an A and I'll be passing that class with an A. And it's encouraging for me because it's my literature class and it's what I'm passionate about. So it makes me feel like I'm doing, like I'm in the right direction, you know? You definitely are, and I'm definitely really proud of you because I know it's hard to, like, work and go mm-hmm. to school at the same time. It can be a lot, but you did it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I so mean, it's I'm only... in the middle of it, but I, I, I'm going to keep going. I just had this two-week break, that I'm like, I can use it to refresh myself, so I'm happy about that. Yeah, and you can use this as, like, motivation that if you can do this, you can continue you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. It's very true. So yeah. I, I appreciate you saying that. Of course, because I, I, I recognize it and I know. So yeah, I know you've been there. You definitely <laughs> worked, worked your ass off. Like what was it? Nine or 10 months that you were in culinary school? Nine months. Nine months. Yep. You yep. worked your ass <laughs> off, girl. I, I remember <clears throat> seeing you and just thinking like, my God. <laughs> I don't know how you were doing it, but it kind of was like a nonstop thing. You didn't even think about it. I didn't. I really didn't. Yeah, I think I, I, I think I thought about it like halfway through, like maybe six yeah. months in. I'm like, okay, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. But but even then, that's six months in, and by that time, I'm pretty sure we were all rooting you on, like, girl, you got this. You <laughs> have like three or four months. You can do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe that way, but yeah. So, so Christmas is coming up. <clears throat> yep. It's, it is this Friday. I know. Isn't it so crazy? Yeah. How are you feeling <clears throat> about it? I'm okay. I feel yeah. fine. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm not. <clears throat> I feel like holidays weren't like such a big thing. Oh, okay. You know, it's not like a super big deal, but okay, I'm going to cool. be spending it with my brother and his and family. Yeah, so it'll be fine. 
yeah that'll be really nice yeah Okay, well, All right. Well, today, like I said, we're going to be talking about the holidays, Christmas, yes. New Year's, whatever. Uh, my name is Jasmine. And my name is Janice. And you're listening to Short Walks, Deep Thoughts. Deep Thoughts, period. Period. Um, you had a great idea for us to talk about our favorite like holiday memory mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty cool and I it got to thinking and I was like I don't know like not that you know what's crazy okay my obviously Christmas growing up was great like you're a kid you're just excited about getting all your new stuff and everything like that so I had good Christmases and but nothing like sticks out to me very much even as a child like mm-hmm. they were all really good like yeah. you know I was I'm blessed in that aspect you know I had my parents and I had my brothers and um, I, I always had like extended family and stuff like that. When we were in New York, we live in New York. I can't remember those too much, but yeah. I'm sure that we just spent them with our family and had family come over because our house was kind of the meeting house where everyone hung out for holidays and things like that. Um, I can, I had a funny story, funny mm-hmm. memory. Yeah. Um, I was already a little bit older. We were living in Florida and we had some family, some family over. I maybe was around, I know I was under 21 and I only say that because it's relevant to the story, <laughs> but uh, uh, maybe I was like 18 or 19, so, somewhere along there. I was, you know, in college at this point. And so my dad is really strict and like he never like let me drink or anything before 21 mm-hmm. um except for maybe when I was 20 like New Year's Eve when I was 20 he gave me like half a glass of champagne so that I could, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying but um so he was pretty strict about that you know because I know some parents aren't mm-hmm. but my my dad was so um you know every year we have coquito mm-hmm. that's a bit strong like you think it's not, but it is. It's like yeah. So it is mixed up on you. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's with rum, and mm-hmm. it's like a sweet dessert drink, mm-hmm. and it's so yummy. And every Puerto Rican household will have it yeah. during the holidays. Um, but my mom would always make like she'd make virgin, and then she'd make like alcoholic mm-hmm. because you know she wanted us like the kids to have some too. Yeah. So we always had both in the house. So then my cousin, like I'm in the kitchen with my older cousin. She's, I'm not sure how much older, but she's like, we'll say like six or seven years older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, Jazzy, do you want some of the, the real coquito? And I'm like, <gasps> I'm like thinking about how much, like my, I'll get in trouble if I find out, but I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Just like, give me some. <laughs> so she pours me some, right? And then like, I don't know, like, I might have just been, like, I might have just had it written all over my face, uh-huh. but my dad sees me sipping my, my, you know, my cup, and he knows it's coquito, but, you know, his first thought is going to be that it's the virgin coquito, because we have virgin coquito, yeah. but then, <clears throat> I don't know if he, like, saw it on my face that I was sus, but he was like, what are you drinking, and he, like, <laughs> took it from me, I think he took it from me, and he, like, smelled it, <laughs> oh, my God. And he was like, who gave you this? And then I, I so totally threw my cousin under the bus. <laughs> and I told him. 
And then my cousin was like, why'd you tell him it was me? And I was like, I don't know, I panicked. <laughs> so that's like the funniest holiday like story that I can remember. It's it's one of the ones that came up in my head. That's so that's mine. I got caught red-handed with alcohol at the store when I was underage. That's so funny. And I, I think I agree with you. Like, I don't think I have like a lot of memories because they were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when I think of the holidays, I think the first memory I have is still living um in Venezuela. Like I think mm. it was before we moved um to the U.S. Okay, and like it was a very traditional like Hispanic like like celebration. Like we all dressed up like really nice. Like I had like a gown. Mm. it was like it was green and black um (laughs) and like it was literally everybody like the whole family like all our friends like like you know whoever you met on the street like was invited but everybody was like dressed super fancy and I just remember yeah I remember like we had like a really big tree and like there was also like the presents and like there was just like a lot of food and I think I don't know why I go back to that memory maybe because it was like I think it's because there's pictures of it so I can kind of like connect the dots like from my Mm. memories to what I'm visually seeing in a picture yeah um and I think it was like it was just like a Christmas party and then I you know because when we moved here that changed like completely Mm-hmm. You know, like, because we didn't know anybody, you know, we didn't speak any English, like, um, so maybe that, I don't know, I don't know why I revert to that memory, but, like, when I think of the holidays. It's a good memory. And I think of like that. you said, you know, you have the pictures to back it up. A memory is always more vivid when you have, like, the visual reminder yeah. in front of you. Yeah. So that makes sense. Um, this is unrelated to the to holidays but mm-hmm. why did you and your mom like why did you guys decide to move here because your dad still is in Venezuela correct yeah so honestly it was a lot of like family drama um mm-hmm. my my grandpa had passed away and like my mom I guess didn't have a very good relationship with my grandma and her sisters so okay I think I think out of habit, you know, when we have to, like, confront a problem, the easiest way is to run away. And I think, I think that's what happened. You know, if I, if I really think about it, and like, I'm honest about it. And, you know, now that I'm older, obviously, I have more information, and I can Mm -hmm. understand things better. But essentially, that's what it was. I think she was just running away. I don't know from her problems or she just didn't know how to confront them. You know, the easiest mm-hmm. way is always just to like run away and disappear sort of thing. And I think that's, I think that wow. was, I think that was her solution to her current problem. And um, yeah. And I think that kind of got passed down to me. Like, you know, like the easiest way, like if you ever have a problem, the easiest way is just to leave, you yeah. know, you never work through it. And I think, right. um, I think, yeah, like, that was definitely passed on to me. But now I think I, I'm still like that. But I think I'm more aware where I try to, like, 
Yeah, work you are it. definitely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was really the reason as to why. Um, and that's why my dad still lives over there because, like, you know, he moved here, but he just he couldn't get adjusted okay. to the lifestyle because it's very different. Yeah. Very different. Um, so he decided to stay and that's where he is now. And my whole and family. That too. Yeah. Yeah. And that happens where you move somewhere and you can't quite grip the culture. Yeah. And it actually happened. My So the mother of the cousin in the story I was just telling my aunt, she actually moved to Florida um, around the time that she gave birth to that cousin, which mm-hmm. my cousin's like in her late 20s or early 30s. So like 30 plus years ago, she moved to Florida. Um, uh, but she ended up moving back because it's hard. It's a big adjustment between New York and, as you know, New York yeah. and Florida, like very, it's two very different worlds. Yes. And, and especially when you do have majority of your family in one place, mm-hmm. moving away from that and us being a very tight knit family, um, it's hard. It's hard to adjust for being away from your family and things like that. And I have mm-hmm. another another cousin who he also years ago moved to Florida as well and moved right back because it was like my family's in New York, my people are in New York, my culture is in New- my comfort yeah. is in New York. Mm-hmm. My parents were the first ones to move to Florida and like stick it out. Yeah. With my parents and then my grandparents moved shortly after me and my family moved to Florida but they're the only ones who have like stuck with it yeah <laughs> and they're like no we're gonna stay here and we're gonna raise our kids in a very different environment because this is what's best for our kids yeah so it's, um it's hard it's, a, it's a, I think, a culture shock for it, sure. And as a parent, I can't imagine the decision. Yeah. You know, like for your kids, me. like, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of like a leap of faith because like, I can't imagine oh, yeah. having like that weight on my shoulders. Like, oh my God. And I your mom moved to a whole nother country. Yeah. Like, I think my mom was very fearless in the sense like, she's up to like a challenge Mm -hmm. but at the same time I think I don't know like I think she made it even more difficult on herself and I think it was to prove a point to like you know like she could do it on her own sort of thing Mm -hmm. but I mean the basis of it was she was running away essentially but I mean I'm still I mean regardless of like what why um, I'm grateful because I think my life would have been so different if I would have grown up in Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Like I think I'd be, I think I'd be a different person for sure. Um, and honestly, I don't think I'd be a better person. I think I'd be worse. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, but I think, and and I wonder maybe because like here, it's not like you struggle, but I think. Um, I don't know, you get, I don't know, I guess I think you get, you see a different side of, like, that hustle and struggle, like, I think from, like, a single immigrant parent, so Mm -hmm. I think you become more appreciative of that. That is something that I see as a common theme Mm -hmm. in first-generation kids, because 
yeah. they do see that their parents left everything that they knew, mm-hmm. left total comfort yeah. for, you know, usually for the betterment of their children's lives. Yeah. And although my parents have a piece of that because, you know, my parents moved us out of New York. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like on a whole other level when you see your your own parent overcoming so many cultural boundaries like you know like not being able to speak the language and having to create a whole new life a whole new yeah support system for yourself and everything like that so it's true I I mean I get what you're saying it definitely and gives you a whole different perspective on life my mom was like like she was literally an immigrant worker like she worked in a field Mm-hmm. on the strawberry field and like I don't think I came to that realization until I was much older like oh my god like my mom worked in a field yeah. as you see these people work you know on right. tv like you know they show like commercials and whatever and you're like oh my god like my mom did that and I'm not I never realized it until now like that's crazy because she always gave us everything like 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 everything we wanted I always had like I there was a point that I had to tell her like mom I don't want this like I don't need it you don't have to buy it for me and she's like are you sure and I'm like yeah I don't need it like I think it was Mm. just her way of like showing she can support us you know like just overcompensating for like I don't know why but she would just buy all this stuff and I'm like I don't I don't want it I don't need it you know yeah, I think it was, of course, she wanted to provide for her kids. And then she also wanted to prove to herself that she could provide for her kids. Because, yeah. And I'm sure she took great pride in that, just as she should yeah. have. Yeah, Because that's sure. a hard thing to do, to be a single woman who's from a whole different country and still being able to say, look, I put a roof over my kids' heads, I fed mm-hmm. them, and I did much more than that. that yeah. That is something that... I'm sorry, not everybody can say. No. Not everybody true. can say that. I mean, and, and I'm you, not like you and I'm not an only child. Like I have Right. Like, it's three of us. So mm-hmm. that's you know, that's triple as hard as Right. You know, like it's crazy to me and I don't know. It's so crazy to think about, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it's amazing what your mom was able to do for herself and for her family. Yeah, like, I think of it, like, me now, like, even having one child, I don't think I could do it. You know what I mean? Like, can I, I probably can, but I'm just saying, like, I don't think I can ever, um, it'll never be equal to what she Yeah, no, I feel you, because you know? it's like, you really, truly appreciate your parents as you get older, and as you start to realize, like, how easy they made it look. Yeah, I know. It's but so it's hard. not easy. Like, it's oh not God. easy to provide stability. It's not no. easy to, you know, have money in the bank for anything and everything that could come up when you're raising kids and when you have a home and when you have a car and when you have so many things that could go wrong. And yeah, like, you it's just scary. see your mom and she just like made it look so like. When you're a kid, and, and that's the goal, right? The goal mm-hmm. is to give your children stability so they're never wondering, am I going to eat? Yeah. Am I going to have safety? Am I going to have a bed to sleep in? And, of course, when we're young, we're not going to know. We're not going to appreciate it. Yeah. But as we get older and we start providing for ourselves, we're like, 
no damn this is hard like (laughs) it really is this is hard to like feed myself three times a day like (laughs) dead ass let's be real like I am an an adult and I'm still like yo I don't even want to like make myself breakfast in the morning (laughs) like I agree fucking hard out here yeah Um, yeah yeah I agree 100%. It's so hard. And it's like, wow, they did it. They did it. They did it. They did it. And they did it above and beyond. And they did it without complaining. And they did it without like breaking a sweat in front of our faces because we never knew. Yeah. We never knew how hard they were going through it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's pretty cool. And it's cool too. Like, as a child, like, I never felt, you know, like anything was missing. Right. You know, and, like, obviously, you know, as you get older, you think back and you're like, wow, like, you know, I had a pretty awesome childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, when you look at what your parents go through, you're like, that's amazing to be able to do that and to provide that for your kids. And, like, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. It's insane. It is crazy. <laughs> yeah. So that was a fun, a fun tangent. Um, yeah. So, really quickly, I did want to just, like, oh, wait, did you tell a memory? Yeah, the one from Venezuela. Oh, yes, you're That's right. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right, you're right. I remember, I just, I got you. We had a tangent, so I had to be reminded. No worries. Um, but, so, okay, so for me, like, I already mentioned, like, some of the foods that we have, like, coquito, we have pasteles. Mm-hmm. Um, That's, like, the two staples that... I would say every year for sure. If if I don't have those, it's not Christmas time. It's not holiday time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's from you know my Boricua culture. So, what are some foods that you guys have every year? Um, for sure, it's ayacas, which is like a tamale, but like twice as big. And it okay. like the main like things inside in ayaca is chicken beef pork wow it has (laughs) yeah it has like usually one or two olives like whole green olives and then it usually has like two or three strands of like red pepper and raisins okay I know it's a lot they're big yeah Uh, it's a lot but it's really good because everything balances each other out um and then we have pan de jamón, which is like bread with ham, bacon, olives, and raisins. And again, it balances okay. out like savory and sweet. Mm-hmm. And then what's the other thing we have? Oh, it's it's like popular in like certain parts of Venezuela, but it's called muchacho, which is roast beef. Um, okay. With, and like you kind of like cook it and you burn the sauce a little bit. It's kind of crazy, oh, okay. but it's very good. My mom, that's like the one thing that my mom made every year, pretty much. Um, and now this year, I'm going to try to recreate it. I hope I'm okay. successful because I never paid attention to when she was teaching me. And now I'm like, oh, man, what am yeah. I going to do? <laughs> I think you'll figure it out, though. Yeah, I think I'm going to call my grandma and I'm going to ask her and I'm just going to like look at a bunch of YouTube videos and, like, recipes, because it's a very unique dish. Not everybody makes it the same, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So. That'll be fun, and maybe you can put your own little spin on it, and 
yeah, that'll be something new you learn this year. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. I'll keep you updated. Very cool. Any traditions that you guys normally keep? Nope, not really, because every year my mom always worked, so like it mm. never, we never had any traditions. Um, okay. So yeah, I and I think I'm kind of looking for like when I have like my own family. I think I definitely want to set a tradition. Yeah. To do every year, you know, or maybe start it with my brothers. I don't know. Yeah, you can start it whenever. Yeah, I told my brother we should watch Elf, and he's like, "I'm not watching that," and I'm like, "Okay, guess we're not doing. (laughs) (laughs) Guess we're not doing that." Well, you can come up with something else. One thing that we used to do, uh, we would so. I know that, like, Spanish people mostly, like, they celebrate Christmas mostly on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I never actually, I mean, I guess I did kind of have that have that experience. But mm-hmm. we used to stay up until midnight on Christmas Eve, and our parents would let us open one gift. Mm-hmm. Then we'd have to go to bed, and then we open the rest of our presents on Christmas morning. So that was like the one tradition that we had. Although I feel like we probably broke it sometimes because <laughs> once you open, once you're a kid and you open one gift, you're like, I want to open all of them. But yeah. uh, but for the most part, we would just open the one at midnight and then um, open the rest no. the next morning. Yeah, that's. A, I mean, that for us too. Like I remember, we would always open usually all of them um, on Christmas Eve, like midnight. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what me and Mammy are going to do this year. I mean, we spent last Christmas together. Um, mm-hmm. like we're going to be with his family again this year. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, just for me and him, I want us to have, like, a little tradition in that way. You know, when and if we have kids, we'll have a tradition set for our kids already because it'll be whatever we did together. Um, so I'm like, what are we going to do, babe? Are we going to, like, open them at midnight? Are we going to open them Christmas Eve, Christmas Day? Yeah. We'll have to figure it out. So that's I want cute. to have something like that, yeah. Yeah, I think that's so cute, and that's so fun to, like, start those memories together, you know? Yeah, I've never, you know, I've never had that experience. I'm excited to have that now. Um, And plus, cool. I spoiled him this year, like... <laughs> I bought some very nice, okay, so his birthday is three days after Christmas, so I Mm -hmm. bought his, like, I was shopping for both Christmas and birthday presents for him Mm -hmm. all at the same time, Uh, but last year, oh my god, so I'm not, like, a super talented gift giver, Mm -hmm. well, I used to not be, right, so last year, I felt so much pressure, I was like, oh my god, I gotta get him something good, it's our first Christmas together, it's our first, you know, birthday together, but, bro, I did not do well last year. Like, I bought him, like, some whack-ass shirt and this, <laughs> and this card game. <clears throat> Excuse me. This card game that was um, from a show that he liked. But then when mm-hmm. we actually sat down to play the card game, it was so boring. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, sweet. oh, this is awful. So I didn't do too great for his for Christmas and his birthday last year. So then this year I was like, yo, I got to deliver because... Like, I felt bad because he got me cute stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I um, I bought him some pretty good things this year. That's I awesome. So I'm excited <laughs> for him to open them. And hopefully he's happy about everything that he gets. And I already know that I'm going to be happy with whatever he got me. 
Yeah, I'm definitely that. sure. I like you know, it's the salt that counts. And, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So so this is the thing. I'm not a great gift. Well, I've gotten better, but. I felt like I was never really a great gift giver because gift giving is not my love language. Mm-hmm. So I I appreciate when people get me gifts, but I'm never one to be like, oh, this is what I want and this is what I want. And like, you know how people always have like a list of things that they want? Yeah. Like I'm not that person because I don't mm-hmm. care about things. Like mm-hmm. I'm very minimalist. I like to just have the things that I need and like not much more. But I've gotten better at gift giving. I did pretty good at gift giving this year. I feel like I exercised that a little bit. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that's good. Mm. I I feel like I give too much, and like I have to like cut back because I'm yeah, doing that's too valid much. too. You know, but this mm-hmm. year I'm not getting anybody anything though. I got you something. Yeah. Because you got me something. <laughs> well, you didn't have to just because I bought you something. Genuinely. I know, I know. But I wanted to because, you know, um, you've definitely been there for me through, like, this whole year and in New York. So I wanted to give something back. It's super simple. It's nothing too crazy. Yeah, yeah. But I think you're going to like it. And then I, think I will, too. <laughs> for my family, I'm not doing anything because we're going on vacation. So it's like. Oh, that's right. I'll probably just splurge there, you know, because we're going to, we're probably going to do like a whole bunch of stuff. And then I have a couple friends that I want to get something because mm-hmm. they mean a lot to me. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that's All it. Right. Really simple. This was a great talk. It was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I'm glad that we kind of spoke about your mom a little bit. Spoke about I know. <laughs> I wasn't how... planning on speaking about my mom. No, I know. But a lot. You know, <laughs> that's what happens. Our conversations just flow that way. Yeah. So I hope, I mean, I'm going to talk to you. But, you know, yeah. I hope you have a great Christmas. Likewise. And I love you. And I'm I sending love you. you so much of my love from very far away. But it's Thank there you. nonetheless. I'm receiving it right now. Good. I'm, I'm going to try to spend the next two weeks just doing nothing and only doing the things that I enjoy because it's just As you a should. break. And once the yeah. new year is, once new year passes, it's back to my grind, which yes. I'm okay with. But I'm going to soak up this little vacay that I have. Yeah. Um, and I, I agree. Hope you enjoy your vacation. Thank you. I, I think so I will. Like, I'm definitely going to disconnect. I don't want to okay. have my phone on me. That's good. That's yeah. really good. I think I need that. I need to reconnect with my soul again. You know? That sounds like a plan. You should do that. <laughs> and I'm going to try to do that, too. And then when we come back again to record another podcast, we can tell each other what we found out about our soul. <laughs> yes, I love that. Yes, 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 yes. I'm here for that. All right, honey, I love you. All right, I love you too. Bye. Bye.